This is Ken. Hey, this is Cal. And we are Not, Not at Oz. Welcome back, everybody, to Not at Odds. I am the baby boomer. I'm the millennial. And by the end of this, we are going to try to be not at odds. We come at subjects from different angles. I'm from the older age. And I'm young, and everybody hates me. <laughs> so we'll see how we do on this one. And this is our big 100th episode. What do you think about that, Cal? Our 100th episode. 100th episode, the 100th. one everybody's been waiting everybody's for. Everybody's been waiting for it. 100. How's that feel? It's confusing. Why is it confusing? Because last episode you said 43. Yeah. People well, are blowing up my phone, wondering where the first 42 are. Yeah. Now we're going to have a 58-episode gap. What okay. am I supposed to tell these people? That they got to look harder? That we have a few too many beers before we start recording? Could be that. Uh, you know, well, 100 episodes, it's a big thing. Everybody celebrates their 100th episode. Yeah, a lot of people celebrate the 100th episode by going back and recapping the last 100 episodes. Okay, should we do that? Let's start. Our our forty uh, third was about beer. Yeah. Okay, you're next. Nah. No. <laughs> should I come clean? Yeah. Let's get this straight. Okay. Uh, this is episode number two. Number forty three was actually number one. We was just kind of messing around and made a podcast, and it he blew thought up. he would sound important if we made it to number forty three. Well, yeah, but we was just messing around. We didn't know it was going to blow up. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcaster, Spotify. Spotify. You got to get the millennials. Spotify. Spotify. Uh, we have a email, not at odds at outlook.com, where you can send comments. Definitely a baby boomer's email address. Is Outlook. It? Outlook is. That okay. means you have a job. <laughs> you have a job, but you do <laughs> Gmail stuff. So right. that's true. Uh, but Twitter, not yeah. at odds. You figured out Twitter? Yeah. I had to explain the hashtags to you. You did have to explain the hashtags <laughs> to me. I was like, what the heck? But McDonald's got back with me. Did you see that? Did you hit hash browns? No. I did a, uh, on the Twitter, I was talking about them getting rid of the egg white delight. Somebody told me they was going to get rid of an egg white delight. <laughs> see that. And you went back in and did the hashtag to McDonald's. And McDonald's responded that, yes, they are. And they did. Egg McDonald's white delight responded gone. to our hashtag, huh? Yes, they wow. did. We're hitting that. it big. So I was, I was walking with my wife and I was looking through our tweets cause I'd never been on there before. And I saw the egg, egg white delight one and we started cracking up. I was like, ah, he figured out Twitter. Now he's old man rampage on Twitter. <sighs> you did that for me though. You put the, you put the hashtag to my egg McMuffin. At least we got somebody's attention. We have somebody's attention. So that yes, this is our first real sponsor. Maybe it could be, it could be. We do have a sponsor this week. We do have a sponsor. Are you tired of shopping at those big box hardware stores and their overly helpful, friendly staff? Their big sales and huge rebates? Having everything you may need for any project under one roof and stocking hundreds of items you may need. Well, well fret, fret no, no more. more. Come on down to Gregory D's local hardware store, or better known as... The GD Hardware. At the GD Hardware, you don't have to worry about helpful and friendly staff. Hell, you're lucky if that GD guy lets you through the door. You don't need to wonder if you're missing out on a sale at the GD Hardware. Because all prices are based on your attitude and the attitude of that GD Hardware guy. If you need nails. Aisle one. If you need caulk. Aisle four. If you need locks. For, for God's, God's sake, sake, stop bothering, bothering the GD, GD guy and find it your damn self. self. 
Screen repair, yep, the GD hardware does that too. Do you want it soon? Ain't gonna happen. So remember the GD hardware slogan. If you're looking for an item and you need one, he has one. But if you need a few... Sucks to be you. Come on down to the GD hardware store. You may leave with what you're looking for, but more than likely... You will leave empty-handed and feeling quite sore. This week's episode is about vacations. Hopefully we're not at odds by the end of this. I don't think that we will be. I really think this is going to be more about... I think this is going to be an easy topic. I think you taught me how to vacation. Yeah. I'm going to try to argue a bit, though. Okay, that's that's fine. I, what I'm thinking is going to happen is it's going to be more of how vacationing has changed over the years. Okay. And it's not going to be your fault, the millennial thing. It could be. I do have to say that we vacationed a lot, and I learned that from my dad. Okay. Vacationed a lot. And things have definitely changed. Uh, back when I was vacationing as a little child, it was all 8-millimeter silent type of film. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Oh, your parents recorded your vacations? Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh good one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> some of the recordings is in the Great Smoky Mountains. Okay. When the bear was chasing my sisters and... They had to run through the screen door to get into the camper so the bear don't kill them. Okay. You would camp where there was bears out that could chew you up and get you. Yes, and uh, every, I was going to say video, it wasn't video, it was 8 millimeter. Every film, I'm little with a saggy, wet diaper. That was before Pampers, it was cloth diapers, just filthy, dirty, carrying wood. Man, so maybe your parents did pay just as much attention to you on vacation. Uh, just about as much, but I had to carry the wood. Okay. Okay. Put you to work. Yeah. And they would say that when we'd get home in the city, I would pee outside just like I was camping. <laughs> so that's what I'd learned. So I, I wish they would have tried to correct that behavior. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, I, I just saying, I do remember the other day, one of our grandkids showed up here at your kid's birthday party. Do you yeah. know that he dropped trow out in your front yard? Oh eat? yeah. I heard all about okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was camping back then. They would, uh, in the camper, pee in a bucket, and they would have to get rid of that bucket. They was in Canada, bucket full of pee, going into a bar, but women couldn't go into the bar. It wasn't that many years ago. Really? And so your grandpa would take that bucket of pee into the bar, dump it in there, go up to the bar, well, have some beers. damn Canadians were doing at bars <laughs> that women weren't allowed in. But So that was camping then. Okay. Um, when we camped, one time. <laughs> yeah, that one time. <laughs> that one time. No, we've camped quite a few times. I think I've only gone camping with you once, and I think I've only been camping in my life twice. Well, camping's not always in a camper, though. Okay. There was uh, tents. Yep. A couple of times. Do you remember tents? I don't remember camping in tents. I remember camping in a tent once with friends when I got older, but never with you. Yeah. Uh, think back now. It was Oscoda. You was in a tent. You and your sister it was oh, kind of at the I bottom. This. Well, I had a tent at the beginning of the trip. <laughs> what happened to it? Uh, I think some flames caught it. Some flames caught it, but that was after the flood. It was at the bottom of a hill. It started raining and flooded. I don't remember the flood. You, I think maybe these are some repressed memories. These are not. Because the I, parts I remember of this trip, I should repress. You should repress. Yes, when a friend of ours thought it would be good to put some white gas on a fire, caught the can on fire, yeah. started jumping around with it. And shaking it and flinging fireballs yes, everywhere. I everywhere. vividly remember that. You do remember that. And he did that over in our campground, so we got thrown out. <laughs> and but the same I mean, 
Can you blame him? <laughs> I, I can't blame him, but I was like, it wasn't us. It was that guy. I can tell you, if I manage that campground, you get out. Get out. You are not welcome here anymore. When uh, On top you, of that, we already met your nephew. <laughs> putting the jet ski up on land in a tree? Yeah. Yeah, he did that. How many times have you hit a, hit a tree with a jet ski? <laughs> and he did that. And you know who you are. Um, <laughs> but your tent got flooded out. I didn't get flooded out because I had a mattress in the back of a van. Okay. In an Astro van. But what did happen to me, I got out of the van to pee in the woods. Okay. The van door shut and locked. I was locked <laughs> out of it, and it took me the rest of the night to get in there. Okay. But that was pretty primitive. We went camping in a cabin. Okay. Oh, I didn't remember that. That's barely camping. But I do, before we get too far away. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. What was my demeanor by the end of this camping trip? I have to ask. Because <laughs> this sounds like hell. You started off good, but we really... Had a good time messing with you. Oh, I bet. Can I tell the story? I mean, guys, refer back to episode 43 about my first beer, and let's go on with this story. So you know which one I'm bringing up? I don't. Enlighten me. Okay. There is a thing to where you, uh, our neighbor, let me start over on that, our, our neighbor, the one with the white gas and the fire. Okay. He had a camper, an actual camper. Gotcha. And he plugged the toilet. <laughs> okay. And so he took it up to the dump station only way to unplug it was with a stick okay we're up there we're watching him work the toilet with a stick do you know where i'm going yet i hate you already okay thank you and uh i don't know why we would be at odds about anything later that night a big thing that we did is where all the kids go out and get sticks (laughs) so that we could wrap dough around it and put it over the campfire well you happen to set your stick down long enough for us to carve his initials into it, T-B. So after you... You know who you are. <laughs> after you ate your cookie dough, after you ate your dough on a stick, my buddy with the T-B started saying, hey, what happened to my stick? Oh, I don't know. He says, well, I carved my initials on it. You look down, what do you see on your stick? T-B. So what do you think he was doing? Uh, well, I can say that story went a lot better than I expected it to go. But, no, you had a lot of fun on this one because that's where you learned to kneeboard. Yep. Drug you all over Oscoda on a kneeboard for days until you finally got up. And then I wouldn't stop. Well, you didn't want me to stop. It was up and going. But you got beat to death on that pretty good. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on a kneeboard since. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Was camping one time. This one you was not on. This one your sister and your grandpa. And I don't even remember where we're at. There was a huge power outage. New York, half the country went out. It was a huge I remember that. I was 16 or 17 at the time. That's probably why I wasn't there because I was working. And I worked for a fast food chain. And I remember us having to go. um, My fast food chain was owned by Pepsi. So we had to go to Kroger and buy boxes and boxes of cans of Pepsi to sell to the customers. Because we stayed open for it. I don't remember how. But yeah, that's how I remember that blackout. We had no idea there was a blackout when we was camping. We had no idea. That's how... That's real camping. That's real camping. Things have definitely changed. A lot has changed of vacationing now till then. Some other vacations that we did took you to Universal Studios. Yep. That was fun. That was after they had first opened up. Yeah, I was really young on that. I don't remember much about that either. I remember some of the big details I'm sure you're about to go over. Nah, I was just going to, you were sick. That was one thing. I won't tell the story of that. That's yeah, I was real parenting. sick. I was yeah. sicker than any kid should be at Universal Studios. Any kid, it, but you wanted to go. 
you yeah. wanted to go. And at that point, you were a huge Ghostbusters fan. Yep. And, uh, you know, this is when you was like 18, right? Oh, <laughs> well, I'm no, still no, a Ghostbusters oh, 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 fan. Well, You're not going to shame me on that one. No, you were probably eight. Yeah, I was maybe. young. And uh, you got to get on stage with the Ghostbusters for Slime. We were so worried you was going to blow chunks up there. <laughs> and you didn't, though. You made it nice. through. You did come out of there and start blowing chunks. And being the good parent I am, I like ran away from you. Like I don't know who this kid is, but but this is quickly turning into a child abuse. Podcast. <laughs> this is this is. But it was all true. Anybody wonders the reason I am the way I am? You're hearing it. Yeah, these are the recordings. True. Yeah, it's true. It's it's true. And then I'll tell one more little vacation that we went on because well, before that was we go too far, off. I will say some long lasting effects from that trip is I have an irrational fear of the Jaws ride now. Have I told you really? this? Really? No, you have yes. not. Yes. So for one, the Jaws ride is not a thing anymore. They've torn it down. But this is going to sound like the weirdest thing, and that's why I say irrational, because I've talked about it with other people before, is I have a weird phobia, not about Jaws, not about sharks, not about that ride, but about being in the water with the me- mechanical sharks and wow. stuff. Not even, not even in my mind like robot sharks, but man, I don't want to get caught on the track that that shark's on. <laughs> That's a weird fear of mine that I've always had. That is a weird fear. That yeah. is weird. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about Disney, and then I'm going to let you go on about Disney. But let me talk about... I remember Disney, and I should have repressed this one. Well, my first time at Disney was when I was a kid. That was a thing? That was a thing. It's now Just stop it. I ain't that old. When I went there, when I was a kid, you would have a book of tickets. And it'd be okay. like when you go to a carnival. Four tickets really? to get on the Jungle Ride. Now, when we went to Disney, you, your sister, this is how we did it. We would go to a side-of-the-road stand where people had bought a four-day pass and uh, only yep. used three days because if you bought a four-day pass, you got you could, to go to all parks. Okay. So we would buy the pass at a discounted price and only have one day, but I'd be able to plan it out of what we was doing at each park, okay. each park. The part you wanted to repress was the sunburn. Yeah, which was actually a different trip. Was that two different trips? It was Disney, but it's two different trips. Okay. The sunburn trip was where uh, we went and my mom's whole side of the family went. True, true, yes. And you floated off out on a raft. Yeah, so I was becoming a teenager and had my own points of view. And this particular point of view is that I'm tougher than the sun. I don't need sunblock. No. And I fought it and I fought and I won that fight. In the moment. I won that round of yeah. the fight. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, for a minute. Yeah, and I don't see why, you know, you and your pasty skin would need sunblock at all. You yeah, know. if you guys have seen the little cartoon picture we posted, that's my true color. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a cartoon, but I'm that white. You you are yes, you are that white. Yeah, so that was bad though. We got to uh Disney and was gonna do the space ride. Thought that you know, yeah, pre frame this though. Didn't do sunscreen, and I went out in the ocean on a raft and fell asleep on my stomach on this raft and got lost for a little bit. And who knows how long I was asleep with my back to the sun, no sunscreen, pale white kid. Obviously, I don't, so here comes CPA again. Right. And <laughs> and you were so sunburnt that we got actual aloe vera plant. It was bad. And you had gauze all over you, and you was not going to go to Disney. That morning, you said, no, I'm not going to go to Disney. We was loaded up, and you went, I'm going. I mean, I'm going to stop you and say, after this point in this vacation, why are you still letting me make choices? 
True. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> true. And when we get to Disney, we go to ride this Mars. All you did is set in a seat. It was like an alien invasion yeah. type thing. And you could just look. All you had to do is set in a seat and look down. And yeah, there's like this alien tube with like this floating alien in the middle of this room. Yes. And chairs circled the room and everybody grabbed a chair. And it was supposed to be more of a show than a ride. Correct. And we'd even asked the people, like, what's going on here? Even though it was a show, they had shoulder harnesses. And they're like, no, you're fine. Um, it doesn't move. You're good. And we just left the shoulder harnesses a couple inches above my shoulders because I was like, oh, I'm good. And then halfway through this show, the lights go black and these shoulder rests start slamming up and down, <laughs> killing me. And I'm screaming. Everyone just thinks it's the alien and I'm dying in this chair. They think that poor kid. He's scared. This is the kind of kid that's going to grow up and be afraid of mechanical shark tracks. Right. You know? So, but but we digress. The idea of what I was talking about with that is we would go to Disney on a dime. Wasn't making a lot of money. There was deals. We found every deal. We was able to afford to eat lunch and everything there. Came up with a way of doing Disney. I'm, I'm still surprised. When, when your daughter was born, my granddaughter, yeah. or maybe before I told you, we're going to take her to Disney. Yeah. Then we bailed on that. After started seeing Once how things go, Disney price? we went, nope, <laughs> it's all you. But it is all you. What it did is. you do this spring? Yeah, in the spring, we took our kids <clears throat> to Disney uh, for the first time. We got two little ones, and we took them to Disney for the first time. It was a great vacation. Kids loved it. Well, let's talk about differences then. When, okay. When I took you, I had an Astro van. Okay. I had to build a bed in the back. I took out the back seat, built a bed up so that all of the suitcases would fit underneath it. Okay. Had a hole that had a cooler that would plug in, 12-volt cooler. You were innovative. Very innovative. Mattress, or, or no, actually it was uh, off couch cushions. You pulled cushions off of our couch and put it in there? Yes. Yeah, so awesome. that you could get to these hatches because this hatch would have your guys' toys and magazines even had a little black and white TV back there. If we yep. was going through somewhere, you could look at that. And we would drive 24 hours straight yeah. to get there. How did, no. how did you get there? Well, it probably well, I made us. that trip, right? When um, I was 19 or 20, Teresa and I made that trip. And we did the drive down. And we didn't even have a van. We drove a little Saturn Ion. Oh. We did the same thing, straight down, straight back. We pulled in the house when we got home, and we looked at each other and vowed to never drive that again. Won't happen. So this trip, we took the kids on a plane as their first plane plane ride, which is stressful. Both of them did well, except for Chalupa on the way back. At the at the time, he was very almost OCD about the toilets he would use. And when I tried taking, I don't know if I told you this. No, you haven't. Oh man, this was like this little little jet. You know the jets that only have two seats on either side. Real small, one bathroom in the back, one in the very front of the first class bathroom. So Teresa took him to the restroom a few times and he wasn't having it. He's like, nope, I'm not using this bathroom. And he is barely potty trained at this point, just over the hump. So eventually I'm looking at how much time we have on this flight and I was like, usually I can be a little more firm with the kids and they'll do what I want them to do. So I was like, all right, we're going to the restroom, dude. Take him to the bathroom and he is losing it. Not going to happen. So then I spent probably the next hour on this flight, like waiting for a grenade to go off because I couldn't use it. I couldn't get him to go to the bathroom. He's not wearing diapers. We don't have diapers. So I'm just like waiting for the embarrassment to ensue. And eventually I asked the stewardess because I'm stressing out about it. And I'm like, can we 
go up to the first class bathroom just so he can see it so I can try. And she's like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then I had the stairs from all the rich people as I was taking my crying kid up to the restroom. And uh, he used it. So crisis averted. Man, that was like half the flight. And I was so stressed out the whole time. Well, like I said, I had a little black and white TV. Has things changed? Did the kids have a little black and white TV for this? No, they have their tablets and their switches. These kids stay occupied. That's one of the big differences between the baby boomer and the millennial, the way that we vacation. It's not the millennial's fault. Yeah. But, and those devices are good. They babysit well. Oh, too well. It's scary yeah. how well. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't have those when I was a kid. I remember what would happen is before a vacation, I would typically get to go to the store and buy a CD. Yeah. And, and I would burn a hole in that CD on the way to Florida and back. And a funny story, I was telling Teresa about this the other day. One of our later trips, I went to go pick out a CD, and I fought to get the very first Eminem CD. And I got a hard no on that. And instead... I do something right? Wait for it. Oh, so instead, I got um, the Offspring CD, Americana. If you guys don't get the humor in this, go listen to both of those CDs. Same thing? Six or a half dozen. Okay. <laughs> so you always were kind of a little bit of a scammer. Anyhow, a little bit. But, you know, we thought that was right. Uh, so we would get you down by car, and we'd go one day at Disney. How do you guys do that now? You guys flew down there, which, you know, that's probably 30 bucks a person, maybe? I think it's 25 We caught a deal. Yeah. No, it's just know. for each piece of luggage. It's pretty pricey. And then we did three days at the park, I think. At the same time, I kind of look at plane tickets as the price of admission. So if I'm going to pay for the plane tickets, I want to take advantage of the between the flight there and the flight back as much as possible. So to me, it's I'd rather spend three days and spend a little extra money than to take the plane ride down for one day. And I, also... I, I, April, I'm coming off that fat two-kid tax return, too. Yes, yes, so, that's true, that's true. That makes a huge difference. Yeah, and, and I really, I don't disagree with you about the plane ride thing, is that I used to do straight through, then I broke it up into two days, Yeah, and now you won't get me to drive down there. No, again. not know. in a million years. And you can barely get me to drive to Ohio these days. Yeah, yeah. Trying to get you I'm to drive selfish. up to my house is even just as hard. You know, That's the opposite of Ohio, by the way. I think I made it to your house more than you make it to mine. Yeah, that's true. But where Just are we at right now? Here at my house. Okay. But there is no chins nearby. We need sponsors, but that's your favorite thing. I don't think you come to see me. You come to eat Chinese food. I mean, there is a, a beer shop right by you, too, that I really like. So yeah. I've strategized this. Yes, yes. Yes, you have. <laughs> so, you know, spending three days down there. And the other big difference is we would stand in line to get on a ride. Yeah. Every ride. What do you millennials do now? We fast pass. You fast pass. That's the only way to vacation. Talk about fast pass. So anyone that doesn't know fast pass is you go to a park and you get these fast passes. And every park's a little bit different. Actually, this trip was the first time I ever used fast pass. We did some YouTubing and figured out the best way to take advantage of Disney. Disney's packed. Everywhere you go, it's our line. So anyone will tell you if you're going to Disney with kids. Don't. Well, they say don't unless you're going to buy the fast passes because... It's literally wasting money to not buy the fast passes because you get so much more out of the park by using them. But what you do is you get these fast passes and you pick a time frame per ride. And let's say it's from 7 p. 
p.m. till 7.30 p.m., be at this ride, and then it jumps you to the front of the line. I mean, you can only get three or four a day, so it's not like the whole trip is like that. But if you plan out the big popular rides, it helps you make the most of the day. Yeah, which which makes sense. But something I just heard on a neighboring podcast, where did you just come back from? Uh, I just got back from Vegas. Talk neighboring podcast. Anybody that's wondering what he's talking about, me and my wife are about to launch another podcast called Managing Chaos. So if you search for it right now, you won't. But remember that name and you'll find it in a little bit. It'll be out there. But you just came back from Vegas and talked about a fast pass that I never thought existed. Oh, this was the best fast pass. Um, yeah, so recovering from the Disney trip, like I said earlier, it was a great family vacation. It was not a vacation, though. It was for the kids, which was awesome. I do love it, but at the end of the day, it was for the kids. It didn't feel like a vacation when I got home. It felt like I was managing chaos the whole time. Shameless plug. <laughs> Good plug, though. <laughs> So we had planned an adult trip to Vegas, long weekend. But one of my main things I wanted to get done in Vegas is go to a real Vegas buffet. I had only been to Vegas one other time in my life, and um, we didn't hit up any of the buffets. We stuck to regular restaurants, and all you hear one of the things you always hear about Vegas is the buffets. So I was like, we have to hit up a good buffet. So I got on Google and looked up what are the best buffets in Vegas, and the one it steered us towards was the Cosmopolitan. It's called the Wicked Spoon. Get there. And we see this line in front of us, and it's like an hour line. To get to the hour line, we walked about a mile and a half in 105-degree Vegas heat. I'm a fat guy. So when I got to that line, my wife looks at me, and she's like, oh, do we want to do this? I'm like, we're doing this. This isn't an option. Because you're a, a fat guy. Yeah, I'm a fat guy. I walked a mile and a half in this 105-degree heat. We're doing it. We're here. So we wait probably about 45 minutes in line, get up front, pay, and the lady points to another line. <laughs> She's like, all right, well, now go get in that line to wait for a table. Well, how long is that line? She's like, probably about 45 minutes. Or you can buy the Fast Pass, 15 bucks a person, you get the next table. I don't know if this is a legit thing or this chick made 30 bucks <laughs> off me. I've never heard of such a thing. But trust me, I got that next table. You got that next table. It's I about would, efficiency. Time is money. It is. It is. Difference about Vegas. I went to Vegas. I was 22, 23 and I went with my father. We flew out there. The first night, we, we were staying at my aunt's. We went to walk down to the strip. And we started off walking, kept walking, kept walking. Then when it started getting dark, we turned around. We'd been walking the long, wrong way. Oh, no. The, we could see all the lights. We had to go back. We got her car. Went down to the Frontier was a thing at the time. Went in within so a few you're saying minutes. the strip, though, this was the old strip. This the, was like the Fremont Street. No, no, not, not Fremont. This okay. was the strip. Then we went to the Frontier. Okay. Within a few minutes, I lost 50 bucks gambling. And I was going to be out there, right? slot machine. Yeah. And I was going to be out there and for 10 days. And I was like, no, I wanted to go see a comedian. Uh, Louis Anderson was my okay. favorite at the time. I wouldn't spend the money because I got to have the rest of my money. And But at that time, buffets, big buffets, were like 10 bucks. Everything was super cheap food-wise. Rooms we stayed with my aunt. But I think you ate all the food because that is not the price anymore. I'm telling you, then went down to Fremont Street and it didn't have that big cover. I've seen all the videos, I haven't been there since. Yeah, the big cover over Fremont Street is pretty cool. It's I, about the coolest thing about Fremont Street. Yeah, I think there's been three different uh Caesars since the one I was at, torn okay. down, rebuilt. You know, I've seen the videos of everything. It it ain't even the same, it's not the same, but anymore. it wasn't that expensive. There was 
two and three dollar blackjack tables, and that's what I started playing. We hunt down five dollar blackjack yeah. tables, yeah, um, which isn't bad. Which with inflation, it's probably about the same. That's about the same. Yeah, and spent a lot of time playing blackjack. I got on a good winning streak. Your grandpa fell asleep as like two or three in the morning, and they was trying to throw him out. Thought he was a bum. <laughs> and uh, it's funny, the people out on the street handing out flyers for things. The flippers. Is the, that what you're calling them? Well, the the flyers that they hand out for his strip joints and stuff. Yeah, someone, oh, flappers. Somebody kept calling them flappers because they, like, they have like a deck of cards that they're flapping, like trying to get your oh, attention. okay. You know what I mean by Yeah, that? I know what you mean, but I don't know if that's how that was or not. But So we'd get these flyers, and it was for strip clubs. At that time, I was in my 20s. And I kept trying to get your grandpa, hey, let's go to the Hoods. Hard no, hard no. Well, what I didn't know until after I got back from this trip and watching Geraldo Havera on TV. I know grandpa was kind of a player, right? Was he afraid to recognize everybody? Yeah, it could be. No, (laughs) what it was is after I seen what Geraldo had, I was trying to drag him off to a chicken ranch. Oh, you know nice. what I'm talking about? Uh, well, I think they call it the bunny ranch now. Or the bunny, bunny ranch. ranch. There's bunny ranch, there's chicken ranch. They, but what it You're is, You're trying to hookers. have a real good night. That's And I didn't know. I thought I was going to take him somewhere where showgirls were shaking it a little bit. <laughs> that is not what it is doing. But Vegas has changed from yeah. baby boomer to millennial. Another thing that got to do, which did for you guys, you and your sister, which... I think had a lot of uh, influence on your life was taking you on cruises. Yeah. Would take you uh, several times and it was affordable. A funny part of the cruise that we was on one time is we're exploring the ship, you and I, and we go to the top deck of the ship. Yeah. At that time, what did they have at the top deck? Do you remember this? They had a topless deck. A topless deck. And that didn't mean there wasn't no top up there. It was all the women was up there sunbathing. And I didn't do that on purpose to bring you up there. But where was you the rest of the cruise? Checking out the topless deck. I was doing my best. He's doing your best. I mean, I was like 13 years old. What do you expect? <clears throat> but one of the places that we went was Cozumel. Yep. And I've been back several times. I've been a few times since then. And... Tried to make that a teaching moment. Do you remember getting in the Jeep? I'm afraid of what you taught me in Mexico. Well, there is that side too. Excuse me. I do remember what you taught me in Mexico. If you, this is what you, are you talking about the gas? Well, no, that's no. A, that's a <laughs> that's a that's another story too. I was the the teaching moment probably didn't set in as much. Then. No, what I did is we rented a Jeep and went to the other side and went to an actual neighborhood. Oh, and went through. And they have... I've taken Teresa to that neighborhood since. Did you? Yeah. Okay. And what it was... What were you trying to teach me? And I'll tell you what I was trying to teach her. (laughs) I was trying to teach you kids (laughs) of what you have. And here was a bunch of happy people that was building their house one cement block at a time. Rebar sticking up. And they might even not have a one story built yet. And we're driving through. And you guys were pretty amazed and pretty shocked. Okay, good. I was trying to teach her the same thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the things you were talking about, what else you got to be taught was took you to Carlos and Charlie's and yeah. had no idea at your age, which you were under 16, you was 15, I think. Yeah, I was probably 15. And they're ready to get me drunk. They started blowing a whistle, and I didn't think they was really pouring real alcohol down your throat. And yeah, the, part, the part that surprised me is it didn't bother you in the least, so we'll <laughs> have to talk about that. We can revert back to episode 43, which is really one. So I think the cruise part of it, they don't have the topless deck anymore. 
Not that I found. I've looked and looked. <laughs> You've no. looked and looked and, uh, <laughs> you know, might have found you running up and down the hallway naked drunk, but that's another story. But but I think that you was influenced. You've done a lot of cruise. Where did you get married? Yeah, Teresa and I actually got married on a cruise. It was really great. We saved a ton of money because we had been saving up for a wedding, which these days are just outlandish money that you throw away in a wedding. So we took our tax return one year, and it was enough to pay for the cruise, the flight, um, the wedding on the cruise, and we were able to bring my parents, her parents, we, my best man, her maid of honor. Um, I had we had a party. We had a ton of people come, and it was a blast. It was a blast. I yeah. I was there. I can. Uh, Do you remember the ceremony? You had a rough day that day. Oh, oh, well. <laughs> Best ceremony I've ever seen. Yeah. Her dress was beautiful. Everything was great. And yes, had a very rough time. That night, well, first for your reception, you get one hour of open bar. Yep. So we're double fist and drinking for an hour. Yeah, because we know how much those drinks cost when we leave that room. <laughs> Absolutely. And I was drinking and because then I gave a little speech and I get real choked up over things like that. Yeah. I'm all choked up. And the next thing you know But you've grown up a little bit now, but back then you would never touch liquor. And you were doing shots. Uh, I was doing shots, but because they gave you a second hour, because they messed up your music or something, we get a second hour yeah, of open bar. For the damn bar. wedding, I had to use my phone to download the music we wanted and let them play it off my phone. So two hours of open bar. Yeah. We're hitting it heavy. Yeah. We get out of that, and we're getting, uh, they wouldn't sell us shots of tequila, but they'd sell us margaritas without the marga. Is that what the guy no, was saying? No, they kept saying extra Rita. So they'd oh, pour a margarita and leave room at the top and just fill it with rum or tequila or whatever they're making. Oh, killing me. Killing me. You couldn't walk. I couldn't <laughs> I walk. I went, I went to a show right up front, front and center. And when it was time to go, I said, I got to go. And Melissa's trying to help me. And I'm like, no, don't help me. And I just lean against the pole. Finally made it out of there. Get to the restroom. And there's you and the best man, both at the urinal with your head against the cold tile wall. And there I was, all three of us standing there, rough as could be. The next morning, they're showing what happened the night before at the shows and this and that. Here I am, down front and center, showgirl on my lap, don't remember a thing. And Melissa's saying, you better remember that because that ain't ever going to happen again. That's so great. That was, that was a great cruise. So let's take this back a little bit. Talk about the differences because so far we're really not at odds. We are just talking about differences. Talking about camping, really well, that's success, rustic. Right? Can we just hit stop? That that no, no. Okay. There's more to this. Okay, a little bit, just a little bit, because camping. Talking about doing it very rustic. Well, okay. things have changed. I don't know. Could you and the kids go camping without Wi-Fi and things like that right now? Could you? Could you guys unhook for? I can't go to the bathroom without Wi-Fi right now. Yeah. So I'm, you know, they, they would be a rough, they would be a rough trip. Yeah. No way. Cause again, that was rough when we was a Muskegon in the cabin. You said that's not rustic. It had no TV and that was a huge hurdle Yeah, to get over with, with you. You wanted that TV, but I then video games and video games. And you ended up, you got over that. It took a little bit, but even now I'm hooked. Yeah. So now as we're adults, we still vacation on cruises and we took yep. a cruise together Besides, yeah. besides your wedding one, one that yeah, was just fun. About a year and a half ago. Almost yeah, two years now. About two years ago. I had the Wi-Fi package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you? I believe so. I know you did because that's how we kept in contact with oh. each other, too. Yeah. So so had I'm to have you, that. I can't remember this I, I know. Well, 
But I don't think we're at odds because we both same ship together. Night was planned. Well, yeah, and even before that, we had taken the same cruise separate. Do you remember even like the unknowing? Year? Oh, was it? It was unknowing that we both booked two weeks apart the same the same exact cruise. trip. Yeah, mine was my honeymoon. Yours was just a trip. That kind of says how we've influenced each other on yeah. what to do. Yeah, um, it was weird because when I was younger, I I didn't necessarily like the vacationing. I'd almost rather be home. I would definitely have rather been home with my friends, playing video games, doing my normal thing. The way you vacationed is the way I vacation now. I, I got a job and realized why you vacation. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you say when you was younger, yeah, you would throw a fit to go on vacation. Yeah. But it turned into kind of like that uh, TV commercial where nobody has a bad day on a jet ski, where the little girl finally smiles or teenage girl. Right. Because you were definitely a teenager. Yep. Grr, I don't want to be on vacation. But once you were there, it was it was good. You finally had to let go and let it happen. And I think that you had a good time. Yeah, but now I need it. And um, my wife's the same way. If you talk to Teresa, she'll tell you blatantly the reason she works is so she can go on vacation. Oh, that's that's good. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Our last cruise, we went together. Yep. Um, you was already going on it. And then you said, hey, why don't you guys come along? Well, yeah, because we were going and we had already invited another couple. You had been talking about a cruise for a while. Like when we start talking about cruises and vacation, it's almost like it's starting to bubble up. Like we talk yeah. about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. All right, I booked a cruise, and uh, that's kind of you. I knew you were kind of getting up to that bubbling up point, so I was like, "Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it." And we're talking about technology. To this day, I can probably tell you what ship is in what port. I follow them every day. The <laughs> cruise ships. I know where they're at, where they're going. You're a nerd. I am a nerd. Anyhow, so we. We wanted the same cruise. We was going to Cozumel, Progresso, and doing the same things. We Now that we're adults, we can vacation the same way. And ours is mostly about relaxing. Mostly, but mine even more so than yours. Yes. You do stuff on vacation. I find the comfiest chair with preferably a spot where they'll bring me drinks. You're like, oh, we're booking excursions and going to shows. Yeah. I don't need to get off the boat. <laughs> this boat has everything I need. Yeah. And you so were, that is where we're a little bit different. Can I, can I correct you? The boat is the things that hang off the sides of a ship. Just so you know. Nerd. Yes, exactly. That's pulling the big nerd card there. And uh, So, yes, I don't need to get off the ship. You're about the excursions, making the most of it. You're going to the shows. I got my unlimited drink package. What else do I need? Well, it's true. <laughs> but this trip was really good. We went to Cozumel. Went to one of our favorite places there, the Money Bar. Yeah, yeah. We've been there a lot. People don't go there. We go there. Don't go there, though, if we're on our way because we like it kind of empty. It's a great place to snorkel. It was raining. Still got some snorkeling in. Doing shots of tequila, drinking beer, eating. Yeah, do you need uh, me to edit out the name of that bar? Oh, yeah. We have a lot of listeners these days. That's true. That's true. Or we can hit them up for that advertisement. Uh, That's true. Maybe we can get some free drinks there. But we really had a blast. I, I think the funnest part was your buddy. We won't say his name. That got <laughs> <laughs> he had a very long massage. Yes, he did. And we we were roasting him the whole time he was getting a massage in front of his wife, saying, "Oh, what's going on in there? He's been in there very long a long time. He must be tipping good." And she was t- she was lighting on fire. She was pissed by the time he came out. <laughs> I. I I he still seen, reminds me of that. He? He's like, I could have killed you that day. That was the last I seen him on the cruise. So is he still alive? 
Yeah, he's still with us. He's okay. a tough guy, but man, I think every time I see him, he reminds me of it. Yeah, I don't blame him, but boy, that was fun. We had a good time. She, and it, it got to the point where she was believing what we were saying. I know. Because we wouldn't let up on it. I thought she was going to go knock the tent over. Yeah. Well, funny part at the money bar was we were drinking, eating, and then you guys decided to head back. Yeah, we took off. You took off. Because the people I, we were with were fighting and didn't like each other anymore. <laughs> Yes, they were. <laughs> and nobody liked me. So I looked, and I was I only had like 20 bucks. And you said, here, here's, here's 40. Did I ever pay you back that? No. Yeah. Didn't. Oh, yeah. You know, and I will. <laughs> no. And you gave me another $40 because it's not very expensive. Beer, tequila, everything is really cheap. Yeah. Mexico. It's Mexico. And, and off the beaten path in Mexico. Oh, absolutely. They were glad to have us there. And so you guys leave, and me and Melissa decided to do snorkeling. We had a bag. The guy said, yeah, we'll watch it. And I trusted him, which was fine. We went out and did some more snorkeling. Came back. We each got a beer. Yep. No, we got a bucket of beer. Yeah. So that was like a six-pack. Yeah. And like a shot of tequila for me. And the guy looks at me with his gold tooth and says, that'll be $40. I was like, what? When we'd already gotten... Countless buckets from the, earlier that day at a completely Didn't cost price. that much. Yeah, did not cost that much. My it's, buddy that was there with me, like I said, I'm a big guy. I'm 280, 6'4". He's every bit of that. So he's like, oh, your bouncers are gone. Your bodyguards are gone. Give me that money. Absolutely. I was like, what the heck? So that being said, the next stop was Progresso. And here we are vacationing together. Your buddy didn't get to leave the ship. He wasn't going out into public anymore. He wasn't he was allowed in to leave. Trouble. He was in trouble. So we're in Progresso, which is kind of a rougher port. I don't mean rougher. It's older port. It's not modernized. So we took a taxi. Do you remember what I asked the taxi driver? Yes. I Let- said, we were driving, and I could tell it was getting bad. And I was like, hey, is this safe? And what'd he say? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the silence in that taxi. I think he understood the words as a safe because he was dead on. <laughs> he was dead on. <laughs> but we turned a corner. There was a beautiful beach. If someone looked up on TripAdvisor, you got to believe in TripAdvisor. Did you leave them a review? Because you should have. I should have. But the good part about the only good part about it is all of the cruise passengers go south. We went north. Yeah, we told them. We said, take us to the bar that you'd go to. And we get there. Elato's. Gelato's was the name of it. Okay. Right on the beach. And we started hitting tequila. All kind. Don Julio was the best. Yep. We had a lot of tequila. We had a lot of tequila. And this was at like 11 o'clock in the morning. And there's four. Yes. There was four (laughs) of us and only three of us drinking tequila. Yep. All of us drinking beer in between the tequila shots. Yep. And we did that for a while. Yes. But tequila and beer is not that expensive in Mexico. Mexico. No. Not even Don Julio. Nope. When it came time for the bill, and again... You're a big guy. I'm not little by any means. But normally the stereotypical waiter is a little, you know, Spanish guy. Well, that's what we had, but what did he have with him to bring the bill? He brought his bodyguards. And they How many were of them were there? Three of them. Three of them. Bigger than us. Yeah. Dude, guys that were at least my size, all of them standing around our table, like arms square, folded. Arms folded. And handed us this check that was, what, what do you think, four times what it should have been? $80 a piece. Oh, man. And I remember looking around, like, if it would have been an $80 check, that would have been okay. But yeah, they wanted 80 bucks a head. $80 a piece. Well, per couple, which Melissa had no tequila, so mine should have been 60 Yeah. 
So you owe me 20 on that. and then So we're well, just even now. No, you still owe me 20. I still owe you 20. Okay. Math is hard for these baby boomers. True. And so <laughs> they have all the money in the world. They can just forget about 20s. That's right. That's right. Burn them. <laughs> so we, we paid it. We paid them because we knew we had to pay them. Because we wasn't going to be alive. <laughs> and we got a taxi, got the heck out of there. Yeah. Again, we had lots of tequila. Yeah. And the funny part we about this. We were all this, blackout on tequila and we got back to the boat at probably noon. Yeah. We got back to the what? The, the boat. The ship. Nerd. Uh, and we got back there, yeah, about noon, and get on the ship. We were just roasted. There's pictures of you and I putting uh, seasick bags over our beers, looking like we're drinking out of 40s, trying to fit in. We had left out of the I think we were drunk. State. We went to um, the trivia in the main room. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Let's talk about the one that didn't drink tequila. The trivia that we went to. What do you remember about it? I remember getting in trouble because we were shouting out the answers when we shouldn't have been. <laughs> and that wasn't we. That was the one that did not drink tequila. It was only Melissa. Really? We were behaving ourselves. She would yell out, that's Shrek. It was movie musical trivia. And then she'd hold her mouth and she kept doing that over and over. And they went, ma'am. You're going to have to leave. And we're picking on her, and she was the one not drinking tequila. So the interesting part of what happened the next morning, Melissa said, Hey, everybody, let's go get that picture we had taken getting on the ship. And we all said, I think it's important that you um, notice that he fast-forwarded to the next morning when we were talking about noon. Because Teresa and I went MIA for the next, like, 20 hours. We had a lot of tequila. Did I tell you what I did? Do you know what I did? You stumbled around the boat and kept drinking. I went first to the sit-down dinner by myself, (laughs) and I don't remember using utensils or not. I may have just ate with my hands next to a honeymooning couple looking at me going, what do we have here? (laughs) Then the next morning I wake up. We were just ahead of a hurricane. The ship is rolling. Okay. I'm looking on my phone because you could see where you went. I was buying tequila everywhere throughout the ship. (laughs) Went down for a brunch. I've never been seasick in my life. Don't know if I was seasick or tequila sick. And I headed back to the room. So, yeah, I did skip to the next day. It's in rough shape. Yeah, that could have been seasick. I remember that because we were at breakfast at that time, too. And it was stuff falling off tables. Yeah. It was so bad. It was it was pretty yeah. bad. And then a hurricane did hit yeah. as soon as we got the heck out of there. Melissa said, hey, let's get the picture we had taken getting on the ship. We what? Said, what picture? <laughs> we, if we would have did a bet. Oh, we did bet $20. I won. So now we're even. Yeah, yeah, Okay. We went in and found a picture of the four of us just grinning our fool heads off. It's a good picture. Well, I posted it and found out it wasn't a good picture because your wife said. You're not allowed to post pictures without permission. I know. Come I know. Because she did not like the millennials know face. that. Oh, she hated it. Anyhow, so I have clipped that down to just me and the wife. Smart. And so I think... We're really not at odds at vacationing. Again, I think it's just a difference. Yeah, no, this one was a pretty easy one. But again, I mean, you taught me how to vacation. So a lot of people don't, a lot of people vacation in a lot of different ways. Yeah. But I do think just modern technology changes everything in the ways that you vacation and the things that you do. Um, That's why we're not at odds. Even outside of vacation, smaller trips, like even like weekend getaways. We kind of do that in the same kind of context, too, usually. I yeah. think I think we're both on the same page in how to relax when we're not at work. I, I believe so. And it's just what we have grew up doing yeah, all the way through. 
because a lot of people definitely vacation a lot of different ways. So I think if we was sitting across, if I was sitting across the table from anybody else, it might be at odds. Yeah, I talk to people about my vacation sometimes, and a lot of people like if they go on a cruise, they're gonna live up every second of it. Yeah, me, I'm gonna hit a buffet, I'm gonna sit on the deck and drink some beer. Yeah, yeah. you know, yes. A lot of people they had to take advantage of every second. I live every second at home. I'm just ready to sit down. And I don't do as many shows and stuff that I used to, but then again, you've seen all those shows when you were a kid because I drug you to them. Yeah, and I don't like them then. And you were in some of those shows when you got married. Oh, yeah. Newlywed game. Newlywed game. And that's that's not your style. That is mine. But the shows are very repetitive to me right now. Yeah. I don't blame you. Even if you talk me into a show, a thing that I found as I get older, I'll go to a show, even if I'm excited about it, and 10 minutes in, I'm like, all right, when's this thing over? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's not my thing. So to wrap things up, I don't think that we're at odds. No, not and at all. It would be hard not to be because it sounds like just the way that we've always vacationed yep. like that anyhow. And I'd vacation with you anytime. Uh, I think next year we're talking about doing something. Yeah. On, on my 10 year anniversary, we're talking about another cruise. Okay. And I know you're shaking your head because you are not the planner of the vacations in any way, no. shape, or form. <laughs> and that's probably a good thing. Yeah, you every cruise up. that you listed off and you listed all the ports we went to, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, we were there, huh? Yeah, your wife is definitely the planner for all of those. Yeah, I I show up at the airport when I'm told. Sometimes. There's vacations that you call me like the day before and you're like, where are you going? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, you have no (laughs) idea. So can we close this out by saying that we're not at odds? Yeah. Okay, you can find us on Not At Odds, Twitter, Not At Odds. How do you say that? Do that for me. I don't know, search at- Egg White Delight. We'll pop <laughs> up. Yeah, but we're Not At Odds on Twitter. And email is not at odds at outlook.com. Send us something. Yeah, give us something to talk about. When you find us on iTunes, hit that subscribe button. Do leave us quick, a review. Grab your phone and hit it for you. I will. I've done that a lot. And give us a review. We've got lots of great comments on our last one. So hopefully this one's not about beer. It's about vacation. So it's not going to hit everybody. Beer hit a lot of people pretty good. But yeah. uh, coming up, we've got more show ideas coming up. We are looking at doing it one about music. Yeah, that we're talking about one. hoping to get some guests for the music one. That'd be great. I Start having some teams. And I could see that one being a debate. Yeah, I was bringing Alice Cooper, and you were bringing who? Fred Durst. Okay, all right. And so that would be a good he, podcast. He's not busy anymore. No, he's not busy anymore. <laughs> Alice still is. So you can see where we're going to be going with that one. And uh, But we're lying about that Can you again. hear me rolling my eyes I already? do hear you. And so this that will be a good heated one. Hopefully yeah. that's the next one. But it's getting the people together. And we do need some more show ideas of what people would like to hear between a baby boomer and a millennial. Yeah, we're ready. I'm already getting bored with this guy. Help me out. There you go. All right, everybody have a great night. See ya.